This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here this evening at Art Space at Untitled, and I'm speaking with the band Local Man Ruins Everything. And this is Jay Gleason on guitar, Eric Harris on bass, Adam Ledbetter on keys, and then Byron Chops Collins on drums. Thank you guys so much, man. I've been a huge fan of of your alls. In fact, I feel like, I don't know if I have shared, I may have shared the story with Jay when I saw him at the Jazz Lab. I I want to say this was sometime either last spring or last fall. You guys were doing something with art moves over in the uh, Plaza Plaza District. Uh And uh, I had a meeting I was supposed to go to. I had somebody that I was meeting. I want to say you guys were playing from like 12 to 1. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had somebody that I was supposed to meet at 1230. And I walked up. And I moved here just about three years ago, so I still don't really necessarily know my way around and know, you know, what the, you know, what the, the bands are and things like that. And I, and I heard you guys from a distance, and I'm literally kind of like, fuck, am I here? <laughs> and what's weird is it kind of draw, it drew me in, man. It's, like, it's almost like, and I, I literally, I have never, and I've been a huge Fusion fan, you know, for years. I mean, I was a big, you know, big Fusion hippie back in the 70s. Yeah, nice. Always have loved jazz, and I'm just like, what in the world am I hearing, man? And I come in closer, I come in closer. And at the whole, at the same time, I had somebody I was supposed to meet at the uh, Empire Slice House at twelve thirty. Completely forgot about it. <laughs> Never done that before, man. Literally, I got. I mean, and what's interesting was there was other people around watching you guys, and it was like I had never seen people watching music like this before, man. It was like, and, and everybody was all kind of grooving. Everybody's kind of moving together, and it literally, at some point, I came to and kind of realized, oh man, I've, I've literally kept somebody waiting almost, <laughs> almost twenty minutes, and then it was still hard to pull away, and I really didn't want to. But ever since then, man, I got to tell you, you guys have a sound that is, I think I once said, and there again, I'm not, you know, I don't know anything about music really. I know I'm not an expert, but it was almost like what I refer to as like a Learjet of sound, man. Wow, this, yeah. Learjet. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, and I've talked to Adam before, and, and mm-hmm. when I found out that you were a part of this, man, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, man, this is, yeah. So I thought it'd be really interesting just to, uh, if you guys maybe wanted just to talk a little bit about your individual backgrounds, and then maybe mm-hmm. kind of we can kind of work into, you know, how you guys came together and just kind of hear the story. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, um, I've, I play bass in the band. I've been playing since I was 14, 15 years old, seriously. Just got into it. Music was an, became kind of an extension. Like, I got a mar- into martial arts and sports first, and then it became music after that. And since then, I just am lucky to find people who like the same things I like enough to work on the music that we both enjoy, or, or we all enjoy. That, that, I mean, I can, I can I go, go on some more, but that's about, that's the summary of, of my, my history and what brings us up to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's real simple. I mean, I got, I got into playing just, like, funk stuff when I was young, like, like into it, and, and, and I didn't know why, and I could just play fast things, but, you know, it took, it took some time to kind of learn music, and these guys in different facets have, like, helped me, helped help me figure out how to, how to kind of, and a lot of other people around, around here, and, and in some other, other places that are regionally close have really helped me understand a lot more what what it is I'm trying to do so next <laughs> good evening hello how are you feel free to make stuff some people are parking and stuff so Interesting. Okay. That'll work. Well, we may. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good to see I don't know you. if you know, know Latasha. I do. Yeah. I don't for sure. Yeah. All right. It's good. good to see you. It's super awkward hug here. All right. Let's see. Do we? Yeah. So I don't know if we want to pick back up and I'll go next. Oh yes. I started playing guitar when I was about ten. My my parents were in a band. They've had a band since like 
way before I was born, so there's music around my house all the time. Uh, my dad owned a, uh, like a music store, so I got to hang out around like all the musicians around town and stuff like that. So I started getting pretty serious about it when I was about 14, 15. Uh, classic rock, metal stuff. I played big band jazz in college for a few years and stuff like that. And so I think Eric actually took from one of the teachers at the, at the shop there, and I believe that's how... That's how we met. That's yeah. how we met when we were probably both teenagers, I think. Yeah. And uh, so we kind of knew of each other, but we didn't get together and play for until years and years after that. But And then, yeah, here we are. He called me a couple years ago. It was a two-piece band at the time, and they wanted a guitar player. And I jumped in. We had a gig about a week later. Yeah. Wow. So, is it, so Byron, were you actually, were you actually with yes, Eric sir. at that time? Yes, or? sir. Oh, no, okay. Uh, I jumped in about... About a year, year and a half ago, maybe a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been about a year and a half. Uh, I started in the church uh, grow up, growing up. I started, I think, at like two. Didn't really take it serious, serious until like after high school. Um, so, I mean, of course, I grew up playing gospel. Uh, but I was always into rock fusion. Uh, it's interesting because, like, I used to put things on social media. Like, I'm really looking for, like, a rock group or some kind of fusion band to join, and I believe it was Cameron, mm-hmm. mutual, friend, uh, mutual yeah. friend, and put me on these guys, so I met these dudes, and they were playing the stuff that I grew up enjoying listening to, I'm sure that didn't make sense, in a sentence, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up enjoying listening to that style of music, and these guys were playing it, uh, so then when they, they told me they were looking for a drummer, I jumped in, and so we're here now. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Adam, it'd be really interesting to hear. I don't even know the story of you know about how you got yeah. involved in this. Um, well, I've known Eric the longest. We actually went to the same high school, yeah. and so um, we weren't super tight back then. But I knew who he was, and um, had been hearing him on the scene, you know, small Oklahoma City scene, and knew he was yeah, yeah. killing on the bass. We and we have a lot of mutual friends, yeah. so um, there was that. And so when Local Man started happening. Um, I think it was a while before I caught a gig, but uh, I just started showing up whenever I could and uh, just hearing him being like, man, there's nothing like this out here at all. And um, it's just such an intense and, and kind of raw expression, you know, and, and everyone in the band is a virtuoso at their instruments, so it's exciting to hear it. there's something real immediate and accessible about it. And Eric uh, just started asking me, he's like, hey, man, you want to join the band? And I, I always have, like, a bunch of different projects going. So yeah. in the beginning, I was like, I like the idea of it, but, you know, I don't want to commit to something that I can't actually do. And the music was intimidating enough, too, to kind of keep me away. It's like, I can't half do this, you know. So um, he, he asked maybe, I think, two or three times. And I was yeah, like, well, let me, let me come to a rehearsal and try it out. Did a rehearsal, and I was like, all right, I'm in. So... Uh, I'm the newest member, and I'm still getting my butt kicked by the material pretty, pretty hard. And it's a totally different type of music than anything that I've played before, which is why it was exciting for me to get involved. You know, my background was originally classical piano, and uh, I came up in the church as well. And so there was a lot of gospel music being played. When I was really young, my mom started a community choir, and I was a soloist, I think, when I was three or four. And so that was like my first musical experience. I started piano at 10, 
and then just have kind of been on this revolving path of music discovery, you know. Um, I've, I've never been one who I think was naturally inclined to just listen to a lot of different things, but I'll discover one thing and become devoted to that, and through that discover something else, and so I'm kind of a slow learner in that way. So I'm just now making my way to like uh, prog rock and a lot of the fusion stuff that I had slept on for years because I was trying to understand the language of like traditional bebop and, and those things. So it's exciting for me to kind of take some of what I've been learning and connect some of the dots. Well, a lot of what Adam already knows is spread around anyways. And that's kind of the way this band works is, is there's nobody that's really, like everyone respects everybody else quite a bit. And, and we all know that. We all understand that we have that respect for each other. So whenever we're in there playing, it's, it's like that's very much what informs what we do. So anytime somebody's doing something, not only is somebody listening as somebody, uh, uh, you know, we're all listening as, as though we're playing together and as we're being entertained by it, but also as we're learning something. And then it ends up whenever you have a, if, if you have a good attitude and you're have, having a good time, then you start laughing a lot, you start, these guys in particular start mimicking each other, oh, just wow. talking yeah. about things, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it turns that into jokes all the time. I think there's a, a kindred thing that me and Jay have, we have similar backgrounds and some similar interests, and uh, yeah. he has a ton of information that I plan to definitely cherry pick as far as playing goes. And vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Lots of questions I got. It's and, good. And Byron kind of came in at an interesting time because we had had somebody else playing drums with us, but Byron, you know, that when things change, you gotta you got to try to find a guy who not only fits with what you're doing but kind of has their own thing that they can bring to it and it was you know there were a few people we had in mind and Byron kind of stuck out you know and he instantly kind of came to the music spent time with it to acclimate himself to what was already there and then brought his his flavor a lot of a lot of what he how, how he receives it and so that's been that's certainly been has been a real positive thing it, it, it every every time when when, when Byron came came on it, it breathed Bring something fresh into it, and then now, now Adam's on board. It's doing, it's doing that same thing, and it kind of requires us all to grow in different ways, which is refreshing and yeah. fun. It's awesome. And all the all the songs kind of grow too. All the songs that we had already are have these this kind of new these new parts and stuff, and this new texture to it, to where it kind of changes what everybody else is doing. And all of a sudden, the songs are a lot more fun to play. I think well, it's what you it's what you want as as you know when you have an original band at all. You know, it's like because it can be you can you can just I mean. You know, you're your own worst critic, and then a lot of times, someone else who you look up to or maybe admire in some way, they'll come in and they have, they they, they respect it, and and so you kind of understand that maybe, maybe okay, like there's there's definitely something, there's definitely going to be a, a synchronicity here, and like uh, there's definitely going to be a positive exchange, and so it's been yeah, know, it's, been it's cool. real democratic. It is very democratic, you know. Nobody's a leader or anything like that. Where there's somebody like it might somebody might de facto hold hold you know. If they they, they they know what's going on in the gig or whatever, they might be the one who kind of directs things for that gig, but it's it's like a leader among equals. There's nobody in this. I mean, we all like to play with each other so much and play with so many other people. It's hard to, like, try to have, like, this... This like, <laughs> Sorry, <that's just> really <laughs> what the listeners can't see is Eric keeps bumping into this art and I keep thinking he's ruining everything. Yeah, Cheers to the there. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if we can get this to stay stable. Yeah, that's good. It's kinetic though. I think it's supposed to be bumped into. I think so. That's beautiful. 
Yeah, and I was wondering as far as you know now you know with Adam joining you guys, it'd be interesting to hear from him even just in the in the short time you've been doing this with him. You know how the, how this you know I don't know if it's a fair question if it's too soon to ask you how this has affected you musically and 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 personally, um, and then to hear from the guys maybe I know that yeah, we spoke a little bit about it. Definitely, like the effect is immediate. It's like as soon as you're in it, you realize I have to find a new zero to work from or I have to find a way to um, dig a little deeper into my subconscious I think when you get comfortable doing a thing you have a system and you know like I've done Adam and Kizzy long enough that there's a there's a reliable system in place that I have to deliberately overthrow in order to discover anything new oh yeah that system and then doing jazz gigs it's the same thing there's always some variation depending on who's on the gig with you but you know for the most part, we're going to play the same tunes with the same changes. And if you're playing with someone who's adventurous, you know, it might go some places. But you also might be in a space where that's not encouraged or even possible and can damage your money if you get too adventurous or too loud or too intense, you know. So there's all these pre-built expectations. And I feel like as a performing artist, the thing that you're working against the most is expectation. Yeah. The audience's expectations, the venue's expectations, your own expectations really aren't conducive to making art. And so one of the fresh things about coming into this group is uh, I have no expectations and there haven't been any expectations really laid upon me, even within the construct of how the band operates. You know, it's um, it's been very open and very generous and uh, you know, come when you can, learn at your own pace, uh, bring your thing to it. So it feels wide open. Um, but with that, there's still a healthy amount of challenge because the way the music is conceived, the way the music is performed, the way the music is rehearsed is really pretty radically different than what I've become familiar with. So uh, I'm definitely growing, um, and I've learned from everyone in the group. I learned from Byron that I can't really count as well as I have. <laughs> yeah, me too. Kid. Definitely. <laughs> I've learned from Eric that I definitely haven't explored all the different modes of composition and um, materials. You know, I think I've I've kind of relied on a, a certain skill set, but there's there's a lot more, and the palette he draws from is pretty you know pretty starkly different, and and it's beautiful for its own reasons. So. That's got my wheel spinning. And then from Jay, I've learned that I don't practice like I should. And there's, there's so much language to absorb. And, and Jay is just like, he is the guitar. You know, it's like when it's in his hands, he's just always has something for every situation. It's like, I, I aspire to that as well. So um, that's kind of a surface thing. But I think there's like a spiritual thing that happens too beneath the surface where when you're in the moment creating with people in a way that you haven't before, uh, there's a type of growth that you can't really quantify that's happening if you're open mm -hmm. to it. So I'm just trying to stay open. Oh, yeah. Well, having you involved is kind of a deliberate choice. Like, there's, you, you have, I mean, I, I don't, the, the, not like I have control over or anybody else has control over anyone else's freedom in a band, but you have, the freedom is in this project to do what needs to be done by the person who can do that. Right, you don't. Nobody's. I'm not going to be telling you what to play. I'm not going to be. T nobody else is going to be. And that same same deal here. We just convey ideas, you know. Yeah. And that's and that was uh, when this thing got going. And as 
personnel was needing to change or be added or whatever. I was specifically looking for people who, who dealt with music like that, who had a relationship with music. If not a relationship with a certain type of music or a certain genre or anything, but it's a relationship with 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 the divine aspect of that. And that was something that was that's always been that was evident from you. I remember in middle school hearing you hearing you on those pianos, you know, when you were telling those stories last night, man. I mean, can't tell you how many times I was walking down the hall hearing you play that stuff. Yeah. You know, and then hearing you at Granny's, you know. And then and then hearing about you. It's it's there's something that that definitely happens whenever you choose to embark on like on on a on on something like making art that is in the moment immediately um, immediately like receivable by people with with others. Whenever you do that, like you were kind of Adam kind of touched on it. You're kind of getting into a spiritual realm where where you just it's it's not exactly quantifiable. You can you can describe it. You can you can talk about it, but you can't define it really. And you, you have to experience it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I, that you know, I mean, I, I like I like playing with people who make me feel like I'm I'm new all the time, and that's that's important. It's, it's important for me because just I think there's a lot of risk too. It has know? to be like every time we play, it feels like there's risk. Yeah, not not. For sure. um, not in a harmful way, but the right kind of danger makes for you don't know what's gonna happen. So like the ephemeral quality of the music really shines through. It's like this is special because it's happening right now. Yeah. And when it's over, it's over, and we're left with the memory of it, which can en- enrich us in all sorts of ways beyond the fact. But you know, that kind of risk pushes you forward. You have no choice but to move forward with that. We have a song called "It Can Go South" for that. Very it, yeah. Reason. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time we play it, it can. Literally, the ghost thing. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that. And it's interesting because I was going to, I was almost hesitant to bring it up, but I think part of what I heard when I heard you guys, and I'm hearing that with Adam, it's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, I could, it's, it's even ampli, it's, it's amplified. I don't know if I'm using the right word for this, but there, you know, I was almost hesitant to bring up that spiritual quality of this, and I'm, I always want to be oh. careful when I'm talking to people because I don't, you know, I almost refer to this. I've heard the term before, like conscious music. I mean, it's like you're so in the moment, and like mm-hmm. you're talking about connected with the divine, man, I, I hear that when I'm hearing this music, and I, I'm just glad that you guys brought it up, because I, I wasn't sure if it was okay to go there or not, but I mean, there's, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you can't, there's, I don't know, we're never, I've, I've never subscribed to the idea that we're separated from the things that 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 give us being and give us the, the ability to define ourselves the way we choose to be defined, and and that's, I have a, I have a little bit of an abnormal view of it, but Music has, has been a way where you can't really get into those subjective differences that a person from, say, one creed or culture to another has. You, you find a common space there. Like, it doesn't matter necessarily what you actually think it is. It matters how you react within the moment. It matters what you, how you choose to be. It matters what, you know, whether or not you, like, you have a, an honor-based belief system kind of goes out the window a lot of times and, 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 and you're reveling in, in the divinity of being as opposed to what could be on some other plane. And you're, the, you're here right then and there accessing some of what is parallel, like, like existing in some, some sort of parallel sense. So that's the way I look at it. It's a little bit esoteric, a little bit abstract. But I think that's, that's what music is for. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the sole purpose of it, basically. I mean, you can call it uh, a connection with the divine or you can call it just feelings, whatever, you know what I mean, whether you're playing it or listening to it, it's, it's you get out of that, uh, like, like a left brain thinking mindset, and you're just in a very right brain, present moment, where it just hits you, 
it just it's like a wind that blows through you and I think that's something that's very cool about this band is there's a lot of a lot of that stuff happening you know even if you're not feeling it that day or something like that you start to jump into music that's real colorful like that and there is risk to it and there's there's very much a, a present moment engagement that is just very involved that um, anyways yeah and I got to think that that's what I was hearing, you know, that, that first day that I came upon you guys, didn't even know anything about you, didn't, you know, I just, I just didn't, and maybe in some ways that's the best, I wonder if that is the best way to sometimes just, you just, you, it just happens, you know, you're just, oh, you know, you're not ready for it, you don't necessarily, I'm kind of glad in some ways I didn't know exactly that much about you guys, because then I didn't have to, I wasn't able to come to any conclusions or. No expectations. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's kind of a strange thing to hear around here, having grown up and around the, the music scene and in various demographics, age groups, and stuff like that, there's really just not that much fusion around here. There really yeah. isn't. Oh, yeah. There just really isn't. And there really hasn't been that I'm aware of. Well, if, if, if there has been, it's been more, you know, like progressive metal stuff, or it's, over, it's like more straight jazz and stuff. Yeah. So. And that was kind of un unintentional. That was the more of what was, you know, the truth that we're trying to convey is just who they are, and it happens to come out and sound a certain way. That's what happens, I think, a lot of times. It's like it was, was wholly unintentional for it to be a fusion band or anything like that. It's just, it is what it is. And it gets labeled to find the way it is. But uh, I kind of like where we were going a second ago with the, the idea of the divine musical. I want to hear what you guys have to say about that. To be honest with you, I really do. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that when you're in the moment, the way that um, the music calls for you to be, it prevents you from drawing conclusions about things and it forces you to feel it, it forces you to react, it forces you to, you know, kind of allow the subconscious to shine through, you know, in the moment, which is powerful, and can reveal a lot of its own truths, um, that when, when a situation is contrived or circumstances are predetermined or pre-measured, then you're not going to come to the same conclusions, you know, so sometimes it's helpful to eliminate conclusions altogether and say, hey, feel this, experience this, and then when it's done, let it go. It's an interesting way to put it. Because yeah. that letting go aspect, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with the person who has a hard time, hard time letting go of those sorts of experiences. When you kind of feel something from it, and I'll go, I'll, I'll play them back over and over and over and over again in my head. And, you know, and sometimes see, I think patient. that's the musician in us because Probably I have the so. same instinct. It's like every every time I hear music, for me, it's an opportunity to get something that I can use from yeah, it. And I've always yeah. seen music that way. And sometimes it prevents me from being in the moment because it's like, what was that harmony? Hey, what you. what was that melody? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I can use that. I can. Yeah. Oh, they. I would have <laughs> never thought of that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put that in. You know. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're yeah, you're in the future. Exactly. Exactly, and uh, I really learned that from Kizzy. She was kind of the first person who got me to a place where it's like, get rid of the classifications, get rid of the barriers, um, experience the music, just, you know, and she loves music because it's music, and that kind of blew my mind, and her mom is the same way. They just love music. If it comes on, they start dancing, they start singing, they just really love music and I had to come to the conclusion it's like man I never learned to mu love music like that for me I loved it for yeah. what I could do with it for all sorts of reasons social reasons socio-political reasons monetary reasons you know but it's like at some point you gotta really um, just be pure with it and 
and love it because it's a gift that was given to us, you know. It's like these vibrations are there uh, and we have to manipulate them and that's a gift to even have access like that. It's like yeah. a superpower. Right, you know, right. Because nobody can see them, you can't touch them, but they're there. Yeah, yeah, you And feel you them. can massage them and, and you can make people believe things. You can make people feel things. You can help people let go of things through that and I think that's inestimable. You know, that's, that's super powerful. And I've experienced it with this group. It's like, oh man, this is like well, I have to, that's something I've definitely seen with, I mean, back to walk, you know, I've seen that with all you guys individually, like at different times, you know, I've seen, there's, there's been many, many situations, even like in some of the pieces of art, the pieces of work here, it was like, you, you, you recognize the channeling that a person is, is, that's happening within somebody, whenever that's happening, mm-hmm. and it's, and it feels, it, it I, I will say, I, I feel very lucky to have, to be, like, playing with you guys, and like, I mean, I, you know, let me bring in songs. <laughs> let me do this stuff. And like, yeah, let's try it. Let's do this stuff. You know, and, and, and then being able to actually have, you know, sit and have a conversation like this, is that's kind of a rare thing, too. It's like, if you have something to actually contribute to these situations, like that's, I don't know, I guess what I'm, what I'm really trying to get at is that I, I personally am very grateful to be kind of doing this and, Thank you, also, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just so, so I'm so appreciative that you guys are willing to, to really sit down and really dig into this. And yeah. there, I mean, there's been some surprises here for me. I didn't want to make any assumptions at all when I sat down with you guys. Oh, but yeah. I mean, just to understand, you know, there again, it's like I, you know, I thought I was, you know, I really didn't know what I was hearing. I just knew I was hearing something that I have not heard before. And and now with Adam involved in this, and it's just like it's. I mean, this is really. It's almost like in a way, it is. I, in fact, I was. Uh, Came down when you guys were at the uh, the deep do sessions. I want to say mm-hmm. it was like maybe August. It was August, 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 August. Yeah. And I will never forget this. I have uh, the an- the sense of anticipation. It was really kind of cool. I don't know if this is. I think it's just the way that it happened. But I was. You guys were kind of setting up, and of course, you know, the sun had gone down and it was dark, and you guys were kind of you know getting things going and kind of tuning and things like that. And I have never heard. I have never felt the sense of anticipation and what's weird about it was it was almost is almost ethereal because I almost couldn't see you guys there, there was right. like the stage lighting and I could I feel like I could hear Byron talking a little bit you guys were kind of talking <laughs> yeah, back yeah. and forth and there was just like this in you there was it was almost like there was this low rumble I don't know if that's necessarily what it was know, but you knew exactly something exactly was what because t- that was before I was in the group and I oh. came to the deep do session specifically to hear local man runs everything and so there's a stream on my Facebook of that whole night. Oh, and wow. I was walking around talking about it because I felt that too. And I was like, man, something's about to go down here. And, and I was checking out the other bands. And I kept looking at my clock. And I was like, okay, I got to make sure we catch Local Man. And when you show up, it was so epic the way that it looked. And there's some, there's some shots from that. Yeah, there's some cool some pictures. Yeah, that yeah. that kind of captured that energy. But there was definitely like a thickness in the air that something serious was about to happen oh and man. i wondered how many people picked up on it because you know people were standing around watching and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here taking this in like this is this is on a whole different level like the music is so unpredictable and so intense and i don't know yeah it it, it was thick that night Wow, and I was gonna say that's where I think the the, the term the term Learjet came to mind. It was just this, this sort of like you know you hear you it's it's like it's idling, it's rumbling, but it's just getting ready to. And what's cool about it was it was almost as if I found myself. I couldn't wait to hear him get hear them get started because you know I just I, I knew what you know it's, I it was, I was ready. But then there was almost like that sense of like being okay with the tension that was building, kind of like all right, let's let's just. And then I kind of just felt myself relaxing. 
you know, just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to kind of wait and we'll see, we'll kind of see what happens. And, well, that, you know, I actually that it's an interesting mixture and it surprises, it surprises me like almost, almost every show or just like, I, I, I you, you kind of just have to submit and you forget what you're doing and you just kind of convey whatever's happening and you're not, me personally, I have to stop, I have to stop thinking about the way I think people are taking this because if I, if I, if if I don't, then I'll get just consumed with it just based on how my personality is. I know this about myself. So it shows, man, I don't look at people out in the crowd. I do this all the time. I look up. I look down. I don't look at people. It's things like that. And so before that, I'm like, you know, and I remember I remember tuning there and getting ready and hearing Byron talk and, like, and going and, like, having my normal, like, pre-show, like, almost nervousness, but just, like, okay, let's, let's, let's do this thing and, like, um... It was definitely a fun night. Power went out. I was just going to say, we blew the yeah. sun. <laughs> Power went out. That was fun. It was a I'll, great moment. One of our buddies, he like, in the moment, he literally screamed like, local man ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, I, I never know what to do in those moments except just look around and just <laughs> put my fist in the air. And I think people cheered. They oh, knocked out the power. Right. It happened. Like, it was like the perfect part of a song to happen. It was like right at the end. Yeah, we were rocking on that. Like it was, it was the heaviest, the heaviest part of like our <laughs> we were entire getting set. Like, <laughs> it doesn't get any bigger than like that one moment yeah. and then it just it gave. Well, it was great because it was nighttime so it just went dark. Right. <laughs> went dark. Oh, well and that was you could kind of look out there and see people that we all knew and we all it, yeah. it's always when you know that your friends are there you know people are receiving it well it's gotta happen that way I mean it mattered to me when I saw you, you I knew you would come out there to see us and, and yeah. Jeremy had and a couple other people I was like man like this I was I was I was, uh, I was definitely flattered that you would come that, that when, whenever I see people I respect come out and see us it's like that's there's almost no better feeling than that it's, it's just cool. like grief man cause, cause then cause then you're like you don't even it's not even the I'm doing something right thing it's the it's the like it's 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 just that somebody who you know has appreciation for something on a deep level appreciates something that that you're doing and so and you 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 do that for them so again it comes back to that 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 synergy that helps build scenes and help build cities and helps build you know reputations of people of people and their friends which is what gets people who wouldn't get out anyways what gets them out because they hear about it three four five times and finally they go out and they they go see this thing or whatever if they don't already have incentive to do that anyways but so so anyways that i mean that was that was a that was a fun night and i was curious too as far as like what the connection with the audience is in terms of i don't know in terms of you guys get some, in terms of feedback what people you know what Man, people share feedback is a, <laughs> feedback is a, is a good one to touch on right? <laughs> uh feedback can be anything from like claps to uh some cursing uh <laughs> yeah. so, so admitting knows. of uh, personal choices in private time. Uh, we get Creed covers. Yeah. Request for Creed covers. <laughs> oh, wow. we get that. Uh, but that's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it is a joke. You know, <laughs> not serious. Nah, normally, I mean, normally it's a pretty good response. Uh, for me, growing up in the church, some of the responses are hilarious. Uh, they, they, like, I will cry laughing. <laughs> and I have videos on my Instagram of just responses, just because some of them. They're, they're, they're great. They're probably some of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but yeah, normally the response is great. Uh, my big thing with these guys normally is like when we're playing, even if the response isn't great, I just like kind of tell them to have the like effort mentality. Like we're here. Uh, 
We're going to punch you in the face with sound. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're willing to receive it, cool. If not, we still punch. See, we, we, we have kind of a flexible <laughs> sound. So we, we play with a lot of different types of bands and stuff. So we'll play different, different rooms, different types of crowds. They might sit down and be more like, you know, mm-hmm. more, more of a jazz yeah. crowd kind of deal. We might play kind of more in, from, in front of like more of a rowdy crowd and they'll, yeah, they'll be... So it's it's been interesting in this band because we don't there, there's not a lot of consistency with the vibe of the rooms and the crowds that we play for. But there is a pretty consistent response from people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is we haven't I, I I've I, you know I'm the type that if if I don't feel like something working I'm not gonna do it. I don't I'm not interested in, in doing that I'm not interested in pushing ropes uphill all that sort of thing. So so like you know I, I I was encouraged early on from from people responding just to just to like the nature of what it was whenever it was just a duo it was just me and a drummer like it we had uniquity on our side and then as we kind of as we kind of like developed a little bit it got to be more something where 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 I, w- I would start I would start to get people like just stopping me or, or sending me a message and saying hey it would be funny because I, I'd start think about like hanging it up or I'd start thinking about I don't want to do this or whatever I mean you know these guys are world friends too so I've, they've gotten text messages from me being frustrated and so like I start thinking that and then somebody will send a message that I don't know and they're just some hey saw you really liked it keep doing, keep going or when's the album available or whatever it is and 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 you know, it just kind of says it says maybe the world's bigger than than what I think it is. You know, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's something that I'm doing is bigger than me, and I'm just called to do it. And that's just and and if the right people are in place to help make this become something, then it can be much more meaningful than what I could maybe conceive of it being by, on my own. And that's and that's where you know, even if if that if those things like that don't don't happen you have to be you have to understand that you know you you, you gave I guess what I, to, to sum up what I'm really trying to say is if you hear some sort of call you have to chase that and I and, and these these guys helped uh, helped me kind of hear that I don't know what I'm really really trying I'm, to get at I'm a big believer in that, in that, yeah. that um, the way I see it is like if you're given the opportunity to learn the thing you're given the resources to pursue the thing and then you're given a path to do it, then um, times will come where you question whether it's right, but you have to kind of make up your mind that, okay, this is the path. The way I see it is like, the only assurance that I have that I get to do music is as long as the door is open. At some point the door may close, but as long as it's open, as long as I have a keyboard and an opportunity to play and something to say, then those are the terms, you know, and you definitely, definitely will always have moments where you're tested and where you question, am I doing the right thing, am I wasting my time, and you feel like you should be further along in this way or further along in that way, or I hate this, you know, why isn't it bringing me joy, you go through those periods too, and it's important to have someone in your corner that understands that and can you know sometimes talk you down from the ledge or at least help put it in perspective what you're doing has real meaning and it's not for you all the time you know sometimes the gift that you have isn't to benefit you in that moment it's to benefit somebody else and that's maybe more important so 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a rough biz. Though. Yeah, yeah, it, oh, it's a sure. rough biz. Like <laughs> at, at every level, at the top and at the bottom, and and all the way in between, it's it's rough. You have to give a lot. And uh, my mom used to talk about that. Uh, she had this theory that jazz musicians were such heavy drug users, or not just jazz, but musicians in general, especially at, at a high level. You know, there's such prevalent drug use because these people are giving so much of themselves and getting so little back and at some point you have to protect yourself from that you know and so I've experienced that you definitely feel like you're giving a lot of yourself away and maybe not getting enough back to keep going so you have to um, establish a standard for recuperating from that or find avenues where what you're giving can be appreciated and that it might just be as simple as if it's enough that the guys in the band, you know, appreciate what I'm doing. Or for me, it was if if Kizzy appreciates what I'm doing. That kept me in the game a lot of times when I was like, you know what, I could go sell insurance right now and play music on the side, just do it in my bedroom because that's when I love it anyway. You know, those thoughts creep in. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we've all been. Well, you're right, it's important to have those people in your corner, and that's something that has definitely been found kind of in this group, and I mean, I've, I count myself, to, you know, among many people who have kind of a community here in this in this city, where we can kind of rely on each other a little bit for those things, and like, if I, I mean, I know that if I'm feeling, if I'm not feeling so hot, I can go see, like, I'll go, I'll go see what you're doing, go see what you're, you're go see who you're out playing with, who maybe you're out playing with, some other people, and go soak up what what's being put out there and, and, and get some of that reassurance because the other thing that comes along with that is we all do respect each other we all care about each other so it's kind of inevitable you're going to get some positive you're going to get some positive feedback from, from people and each other just because when you it's like a, there's, there's kind of like a real recognizes real type mentality whenever like you walk in and, and, and you go see this band and maybe there's four or five guys out there in the crowd who you know, like that's who you, you came to see them but, but you guys are all seeing this band and so it's like there's you know, you, you, you find some of that, but then I mean, it's not to, not to like speak speak like out of turn about about how things are in OKC because they're not that great. You know, musically and artistically speaking, economically speaking, man, it's it's it is rough at every level, like you say. But OKC's getting their sea legs in a lot of ways, and so it's like, man, you know, you, there comes a point where you just that can't really factor into what you're doing and, and, and what have factors in are the people that matter and for you it was Kizzy for, for, for us in this band it's the people in this band whenever it re- involves things in this band and, and for many people it's, it's their families or whatever they're wherever they put their heart wherever their heart is like that's it is definitely important to have that and it's kind of funny you mention that because like having a system of recuperation man I haven't thought about that much at all, and, and the term self-efficacy didn't even play, it wasn't even part of my vocabulary until fairly recently, yeah. and that's what it is, you have to have, like, you have Self-care. to, you have to have that, yeah. yeah, you have to be able to be, be self-sufficient, and musically speaking, and that, that certainly, certainly involves recuperation, involves healing, and involves rest. Recently, I started cooking. Man, yes. And <laughs> I've really gotten a lot from it, and what I found is, I get a very similar outlet creatively from doing it. Um, 
because, you know, I work from recipes, but sometimes I'll just go in and improvise, you know. And my mom's like that. She's a great cook, and she always improvises everything. Never measures anything. It's all by feel. And um, I found that well, I get the outlet, but I also get the immediate gratification that sometimes music can't give. So I think sometimes it's good to have an alternative outlet, yeah, too, you know, where, where all of the asinine aspects of making music where you have to go through bookers, you have to pay, you have to collect money, you have to uh, broadcast on social media. Oh, Stuff that has nothing to do with music consumes the entire process of it, you know, and it's easy to, to fall in that trap. And when you cook, it's just like, well, let me go to the store, get my raw ingredients, and in an hour or two, I'll be able to feed myself. I'll oh, be able yeah. to prolong my life a little <laughs> bit from having done this process, and, it, you know... I don't know. I've gotten a lot from that. Yeah, it's been yeah. very therapeutic for me. And I know we were kind of talking a little bit about, you know, before the interview, just about the, in terms of the, the, the challenges with, you know, you know getting uh, attendance at live events and things like yeah. that. And yeah, that was very interesting just to understand that it's, you know, I'd, yeah, that that's, that, that, you know, that everyone to a certain degree is, is struggling with that in some way. Well, there's, I mean, there's a certain amount of, it, it, it's odd because there really is kind of a certain amount of saturation simply because there there's not I mean there are I, I hate to say there's a handful of places to play because that's not true it's more like there's two and a half handfuls of places to play and that's cool but then whenever you start to have some of the emerging things that are happening where everybody starts to feel like there's not enough happening so then everyone kind of starts to get a little more involved and starts to do a little bit more except for some of the people that are maybe in a place to have another venue or have another two venues or whatever, which just takes takes money. It takes it takes money and it takes people to be go in there and support those places. And so the biggest thing I've noticed here is that people just they just decide before they ever know what they're gonna do with their night. They then or or what they're gonna do with like the night that they have free in a week. They've already decided that they're gonna go they're gonna go look at look at retail stuff over on in the Plaza District, they're going to go have dinner at Drake, and then they're going to go home and watch Netflix by 10.30, mm. 10, 11 o'clock or something like that, or whatever it is. And, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a generalization, because people here have success. People here have, have some sort, some sense of appreciation coming from, from the city that they have, and it, say maybe economically speaking, but, you know, the goal, as Byron's pointed out to me before, is like the goal isn't to be active in your city, man. The goal is to be active in the world. It's ah. like the goal is not to be active in where you're from. You be active everywhere, and you just are from where you're from. And that's that's something that kind of has, has helped me not even worry about that. Because, I mean, we can sit here and talk all day about what could change or not change about a city where, where, where we live in where ultimately it's not, you know, you don't want to play in more than once a month anyways. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. twice. Except for you got your, I mean, you know. You got your house gigs, you got church gigs, things like that. Yeah, for me, the name of the game has just been uh, say yes to gigs hmm. and um, work in as many different ways as possible. It probably works for you. Yeah, yeah, it has like um, it's it's a grind for sure. But you know, there are times where I'm um, making charts for singers for money on the side. You know, and for, I've been kind of stubborn too because I've had this thing where it's like I'm only going to do work in music. It has to be related to music. 
And uh, I started getting like requests to do graphic design jobs, and I was like, I'll do it for musicians. I'll make concert <laughs> posters on cool. the side, you know. So all of my work is like I teach at ACM. That's music. Uh, I was teaching at Norman Music Institute for a while. Music, you know. Um, and only recently did I start picking up some extra work outside of music. But even even with that, it's like okay, well, how can I sell? CDs to the right. people I encountered doing right. this. How can I make this part of my hustle? It reminded me of that story, which was hilarious and brilliant. There was some guy who got fired from McDonald's because he was putting his mixtape in the Happy Meals. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Brilliant because those people may never hear the mixtape, but that's not the point. It's like, there's this headline, this dude's been... Now yeah. I want to I hear it just to yeah. support right. the brilliance of this man's initiative and start throwing his mixtape in it's Happy genius. Meals of all things. Oh, yeah. That's one way to get distribution. Yeah, That's one way to get it out there. It's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. And then as far as the... Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting too because I, I don't want to make any assumptions. But I, you know, as someone who was you know who was kind of raised and grew up on fusion music and jazz, what I'm kind of wondering is is it is it? I guess what I would almost ask you is is it? Is it it'd be interesting to me. You know, I, I can't really imagine. I'm trying to pretend like in my head what it would be like to approach this music and not have had any experience with it. But I'm almost. I guess the question I'm almost asking. I kind of figuring out what I'm trying to ask or. Is well, that you know what is it is it, is it necessary for people to have? Can they just approach this no, every, without having any? We play. You've heard before. I mean, we play every chord, every rhythm, everything. You've heard. Before. Hmm. It's just put. It's maybe maybe like it's maybe disassembled and reassembled a different way. Mm-hmm. It's everything's there. I mean, it's like there's nothing that's really that abnormal. It's just it's like you know one wrong doesn't make a right. Two wrong doesn't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right, but forty wrongs do. And so it's kind of, in a way, there's some of that mentality going on where it's even down to the down to the name of it. It's 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 you know, it's simply put, it's like it's like, I mean, to to, to oversimplify, it's embracing the ugly sides of yourself or like the parts of yourself that that maybe you keep hidden that are informing what you do and maybe are 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 projections of 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 things that that you don't have so much control over that maybe you want to have control for the self-improvement for self-improvement purposes so i mean it's i mean i don't know you've it's it's not that abnormal of a thing in my mind the thing about the music i mean i've heard way crazier stuff way way crazier music before like but but i mean i don't know what do you maybe you guys what do you guys think well i'll just put it this way as far as you're talking about listening to it, you're talking about playing it kind of actually actually i'm glad you asked that actually both it would be interesting to just kind of hear maybe what you know kind of both perspectives and if that's if that's fair well byron and i were both in a, a similar position with that where I think I I joined up five days or six days before we I played my first gig with them and so mm-hmm. that first week was it was like five six hours a day I've, 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 I've done a lot of I mean I've yeah. done fill-in gigs before and we have to learn hours. music quickly but this was a new thing this was very intense and at, at, at the same time there weren't guitar parts yet so I started just mimicking what he was doing and over the next few months I sort of started to write my guitar parts through doing gigs and practices and stuff in sort of a, in an improvised way. So playing it in that fashion at first was intense. It was it was good a good kind of traction though for me. This is what I want. I wanted something to really sink my teeth into, and there is a lot to sink your teeth into because you're having to. You, you can't really relax mentally as much as you can with like playing other gigs simply 
at least partially because there's a mixture of time signatures going around and stuff like that. And if you're not already familiar with it, boy, that'll just whoop you. It's really mind-blowing to me because I'm sitting here thinking you guys seem so relaxed. I mean, and there again, that's just, you know, that's my perception. That this, but it, just to hear that you guys are like, a, you, you have, you're having well, to be right there with we it. We don't really leave details unturned in rehearsals. There's a re I mean, we kind of set ourselves up to, we set ourselves up to feel relaxed at gigs by just working hard in, in the room. Even if we don't have the most time, we make sure to, to make good use of it. And sometimes that's just having good conversations. And that's just chilling. Like Chick Corea was real famous. Like he wouldn't rehearse his bands before he'd go play these big gigs and hmm. go have coffee. Because everybody's already killers anyways. And so like, and it's all kind of repertoire to play in yeah. a lot of those situations. Yeah. So, so, but everybody's gonna be practicing individually. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. At, at least, because sometimes we'll visit some of these tunes and I'll be like, at a gig, I'll be like, man, it's been a while since we played this. Okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I think what was cool is when I came in the band, um, I was learning from Jay and Eric about what the parts were. And it was kind of a similar thing. There weren't keyboard parts. So I'm kind of filling in space here. And then sometimes I'm just playing sounds or textures, you know, and just kind of improvising with that. But in them teaching the parts, a lot of times they would be like, oh, you're playing this? Well, I'm yeah. playing something similar. But it was cool because what it revealed is there's still that reactionary, like nothing is completely measured to the point where the human element is taken out of it. And it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I thought you were playing this. Or, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the air gone, that's been that the whole time? Yeah, so there's, there's, <laughs> always, oh, there's always oh, well, that rub right. we'll that's in it. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I that, thought that was cool. That I think that's one way in super technical music to keep some of the improvisational aspect of it. Yeah. To where you know it's not the exact same every time, even though you know with when you have lots of metric modulation, you got a lot of time signature changes, you got some some somewhat complex harmonic stuff happening. You have to be organized. You have to be organized, but you got to leave space to like for the human element. Yeah, gotta, for sure. There. It's definitely room. To breathe. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's definitely room to breathe in music. I've played music before where it's like this, 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 this is what you play. And then that's it. With this stuff, uh, it's almost kind of cool because I can do things in the music, like spur of the moment, and there isn't like a, there's no resistance like, nah, don't do that, or that was stupid, don't do that again. It's all like, oh, okay, bet, you know, let's, let's go with it. So that stuff is cool. I can also touch on the same thing he was talking about with the whole like first week of practice. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's one thing to listen to it. It's another thing to apply it. And for me, uh, we call it shedding, like in the musician world. Like you'll get a track and you'll play over that track. Uh, so I'll just say it like training wheels. So if I'm at home and I'm playing along to the music they sent to learn with, with the training wheels, it's cool. But <laughs> when you get there with these brothers... And those training wheels are gone, and somebody puts you on some giant bike down a huge hill with no brakes. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> Either I'm going to balance or <laughs> I'm going to break a bone. So, well, a lot of broken bones that first week. It was, it was rough. When he showed up, though, and he, he had limited listening material, he, he blew us away. Yeah. We didn't know what it was going to be like. They also blew me away because my brain was done. Like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't function. Like, I have a full-time job. I couldn't function on anything. Like, I would go to work, like, 
Like my brain was just it was overload for like a, a good I'd say like the first month because even that first gig like I went back the other day and watched the video and it was it's like it's embarrassing to watch because I can see myself just focusing so hard so it's cool now to play the music and not have to think uh, and I can just react or just feel uh, but those first those first couple of gigs man it was it was hard it was hard the whole time it's like please don't mess up please don't mess up and I'm having to I'm having to think the whole song before we even get there like I'm like four bars ahead in my head just trying to make sure I have all the timing right uh, I always say these guys are petty songwriters. Like, uh, if you get comfortable with a uh, feel and the time and the song, as soon as you get comfortable, it's going to flip. It's like Oklahoma weather. Exactly. Yeah. A few bars, it's going to change. Yes, sir. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a week of 70-degree weather. Psych, it's snowing. It's exactly how this music is. It's like, all right, cool. I finally got comfortable on this. Uh, no, I'm not comfortable. This is actually the complete opposite of what I was thinking. Well, I think that says a lot about the way you play, too. You know, it's like there's, I don't know, I, 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 it's real hard for me to, to have fun playing with guys who don't. Like, playing something like this, it has to be somebody who can do that. Yeah. Same with every, every one of, of y'all. Yeah, it's not just the physical execution of, of it, but you, of, it's something that can actually contribute as well. Somebody yeah. that can create, like, when we uh, are showing Adam stuff, it's like, here's what I'm doing. Here's what he's doing. Take that. Right. Well, and you know, do what you do. Do, do something. <laughs> As opposed to, you know, sometimes you get into situations where you're, you're delegating or you're being delegated to. Or sometimes it has to happen, you know. Yeah. Where it's not, it's not so democratic necessarily. You might be a hired gun or something like that. Yeah. But this, this situation, it's like we need really competent individuals. Yeah. Both of these guys have been just kind of, I'm kind of blown away. It's like compositions that force you to always be composing mm. in the moment. Yeah. Like, you have to do something with this, you know. And it's really through composed, but there's still so much space in it. And I think that's part of the juxtaposition that I find fascinating. It's like the, the forms of the songs are really specific. But within those forms, there's this built in, all right, what are you going to do with this concept? You know what I mean? Like the concept has to be dealt with. But the form is there, but how you play the form is yes. open, and you have to bring yourself to it, you know. Well, you know, it's funny. We have a, you, I, I, you know, I have a mutual friend, T- Timothy Haverkamp, and mm-hmm. he told me some years ago, he was like, man, you, you, ought to, you and Adam Ledbetter kind of have a similar way of dealing with, like, musical ideas. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, you, take, you have a musical problem, and then you write a piece of music to figure it out. Absolutely, and that's what these pieces. One hundred percent. That's what these pieces. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because it's Man. that's yeah. one of the biggest things you deal with as a musician is is your most of your time with an instrument is spent recognizing that you're not good enough to compare to how good you want to be, and so you're constantly, constantly figuring out how you can, like, learn something new. And the most effective and productive way is to write music with it. It's just the yeah, it gets the it at least keeps keeps me interested. I, I yeah, really, that's it, what it was for me. Yeah, for me, I felt like I, I had too short of an attention span to yeah. practice yeah. the way that I should. But when I'm composing, I'm going to get something out of it besides having just spent you know a few hours practicing. It's like, oh, but I have this song now. you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I needed that kind of gratification just to stay in it. 
And then as far as the music itself, I mean, are these, so in other words, if I'm understanding you guys right, is there, is there sort of a backbone in terms of you know, you know the, the music as it's been composed originally? Well, and then are you guys kind of basically, are you kind of kind of putting your own... We know how it's organized. We know, like, like you said, the forms are pretty well set in stone. We know what sections are coming next. But you have structures, rhythmic and, and harmonic structures in there that are, all, all, are going to be supporting generally a, a, a melody that's not necessarily going to change, but there's stuff within that you can do. So it's kind of like, it's just like a conversation where like, but a conversation about something specific. So you know you're going to talk about this, you know these are the points you're going to hit, you know these are the points you're going to hit. Like if you're recording it for a video, for media or something like that, you're, you're going in, or, 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 or if you're just... You know, if you're just if you're just having a presentation for some for a group of people, you know that that you're going to talk about these certain things. You know what your time frame is, and it's up to you to 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 do something with the interplay. And if it's just one person, it's just you. In this case, it's four of us, and we're dealing with music, and we're dealing with something that in the moment we can make decisions about that are going to affect the outcome. But all that's going to end at a certain spot <laughs> at the same time. And so it's you know it's I mean I don't know how do you, how do you look at it. At, like what would be the question specifically? Well, oh, as far as trying to understand, I guess I was wanting to kind of dig in a little bit, and you know, it's interesting. I kind of found myself. I was thinking earlier today, am I going to really? Am I going to talk to them about specifically? You know, let's talk about exactly what kind of music this is, or what you call it. And what's interesting is, I feel like we've sort of gone the other way. We've kind of talked in a, in a, in a much more universal aspect, and so I'm kind of trying to figure out if I even want to really ask you guys that because it's almost oh, like it's, there's the there's the curious part of me that's kind of like it'd really be interesting to know you know what this is exactly you know so I have what trouble describing it. it to be honest I call it like five or six different things to people and then I, even at that point I understand that I'm not really describing it properly because mm. it's not kind of goes back to what I was saying before about we play with all kinds of people we might go play with like a a, you know, a hard like a, a heavy band over here and over here we might go play with a you know just some straight some straight jazz stuff or so I don't know. I when I first joined the group, I told the guys, uh, I consider us tweeners. Like you can't, you can't really put us in one box. You really can't say. Yeah, we're like I call it tweeners, but we're like in between, like so many different things. You can't really say just rock. You can't say just jazz. You can't say just fusion. You can't say metal. Uh, we can play with all of those styles. Like he said, we do gigs with metal groups. We'll have crowds of metal, crowds of jazz, crowds of fusion, but you can't really put us in any kind of box. I have a couple little taglines for it. One is, uh, <laughs> it makes sense once you hear us. Yeah. That one. And the other yeah. one is, uh, is uh, metal for people who don't like metal and jazz for people who don't like jazz <laughs> and also for people who do. Yeah, it's yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'll just call crazy title. instrumental music. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll just say it's crazy instrumental music. It has it has funk, it has rock, jazz, yeah. all the stuff, whatever. But don't think too much about it. Yeah. That's it's the all, thing that I liked about it. I'm oh, back. Go ahead. No, you got it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's to me. It's easier to listen to because there's no singer. Uh, yeah, and that's that's how I have to explain things to my wife because she's not. She was never uh, into like. See, here we go, about to put labels on it. Uh, like the rock fusion type stuff. Uh, she grew up an R&B head. And if it wasn't R&B, like, she didn't listen to it. So for our stuff, she was like, oh, I actually enjoy listening to it. And I was like, why? She was like, oh, it doesn't have a, you guys don't have a lead singer, so it makes it, makes it easier to digest. Yep. 
in a weird way, though, it kind of does make it easier to listen to. Because it's easy to listen to a group and you may say, like, oh, the music is smacking, but I don't really like the singer. Like, you really can't say, oh, the music is smacking, but it's, no, the music is smacking, so therefore you like it. Yeah, yeah. This is, I have to tell you guys, this is, uh, I, this conversation went away that I honestly could not have even imagined. And uh, what's beautiful about it is I, I find myself sitting here right now knowing that I don't even really have to be able to put it into words, that it's almost like hearing you guys really talk, you know, coming from a deep place and really talking about the, you know, what's, what this really is about at a deeper level has been incredible for me. I mean, I, yeah, this is... Uh, I'm glad we don't ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of that, man, the opposite. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This has been yeah. fantastic. Well, I really you. appreciate you guys spending the time. We appreciate yeah, it. Man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.